Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 38 of the Cliff Climbers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Cliff Climbers by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter 38 farther experiments the usual silence which succeeds a disappointment was for some time preserved by the three individuals who had been spectators of the unsuccessful attempt of the eagle caspar seemed less cast down than the others but why it was so neither of them thought of asking him it was not a silence of very long duration nor was the chagrin that had caused it or much longer continuance. Both were evanescent as the summer cloud that for a moment darkens the sky and then glides off, leaving it bright and serene as ever. It was to Caspar the party was indebted for this happy change of feeling. An idea had occurred to the young hunter, or rather a new scheme, which was at once communicated to his companions. Strictly speaking, Caspar's scheme could not be termed a new one. It was only supplementary to that already set before them by Carl, and the bearcoot, as before, was to be the chief actor in it. While calculating the length of rope it would take to reach to the top of the cliff, Caspar had already bethought him of a way by which it might be shortened. In other words, how it might be arranged that a shorter rope would suffice. He had for some time carried this idea in his mind, but has declined communicating it to the others until after witnessing the test of the eagle's strength. Now that the bear could have been weighed and found wanting, you might suppose that the creature would be no longer cared for, excepting to furnish them with a meal. This was the reflection of Carl and Osaru, but Caspar thought differently. He was impressed with the belief that the bird might still do them a service, the very one which he had undertaken so unsuccessfully. Caspar reflected, and very correctly, that it was the extra weight that had hindered the eagle from ascending. It was not so much beyond his strength neither. Perhaps had it been only half as heavy, or even a little more, he might have succeeded in carrying it over the cliff. What if the weight should be reduced? To make the rope more slender did not enter into Caspar's calculations. He knew this could not be done, since it was a point already discussed and decided upon. But how if the rope were to be shorter than that which had been theoretically considered? How if it were to be only fifty yards instead of one hundred and fifty? Of course, then the eagle might fly with it, to whatever height its length would allow. Caspar felt satisfied of this fact 
nor did either of the others question his truth. But what then? What, inquired Karl, would be the use of a rope of fifty yards, though the eagle might carry it up to the moon? Even at the lowest part of the cliffs, should the could take one end over, the other would be fifty yards above our heads. Not a yard, brother, not a foot. The other end would be in our hands, in our hands, I tell you. Well, Caspar, calmly rejoined the philosopher, you appear to be confident enough, though I can't guess what you are driving at. You know this hideous precipice is at no point less than a hundred yards in sheer height? I do, replied Caspar, still speaking in the same tone of confidence. But a rope of only fifty, aye, of not more than half that length, may be held in our hands while the other end is over the top of the cliff. Carl looked perplexed. But the shikari, on this occasion, quicker of perception than the philosopher, catching at Caspar's meaning, cried out, Ha ha, young sahib, meanie from top of the ladder, that meanie he. Exactly so, said Caspar. You guessed right, Ossie. I mean just that very thing. Oh, then indeed, said Carl, in a drawling tone, at the same time lapsing into a reflective silence. Perhaps you are right, brother, he added, after a pause. At all events, it will be easy to try. If your schemes succeed, we shall not require to make any more court. What we have will be sufficient. Let us make trial at once. Where is the bearcoot? asked Caspar, looking round to discover the bird. Yonor be he, young sahib, answered Osaru, pointing towards the precipice. Yonor siti he, over the rock. The eagle was perceived, perched, or rather crouching, on a low ledge of the cliff upon which it had dropped down after its unsuccessful attempt at flight. It looked crestfallen, and as if it would suffer itself to be caught by the hand. But as Osaru approached it, with this intention, the bird seemed to fancy itself free, and once more rose, with a bold swoop, into the air. It was only to feel the check-string tighten afresh upon his leg. It came fluttering down again, first drawn back by the weight of the lock, and afterwards by the strong arm of the shikari. The lock was now removed, and the whole rope they had on hand, a length of rather more than fifty yards, was knotted in its place. The barecoot was again set free, Osaru taking care to keep the leash well in hand, and now the beautiful bird of Joe rose into the air, as if not the summit of the cliff, but the proud peak of Chumulari was to be the limit of its flight. At the height of fifty yards, its soaring ambition was suddenly curbed by the check-string of Osaru, reminding it that it was still a captive. The experiment had proved successful. Caspar's plan promised well, and they at once proceeded to take the necessary steps for carrying it into practical effect. End of chapter 38、hey、guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.